Welcome back to The Break Room, everybody. Our daily show that keeps you updated on, on all the nerdy news you need to know. Um, today, we've got some really fun stuff oh. to discuss. Guardians in the DCU? What? Huh? Star Destroyers on Coruscant? No. What? And then, you gotta stick around. The end of this show <laughs> is gonna turn musical. Oh. It's gonna pivot in a way you don't expect. Wow. And it's really, really fun, I guarantee. Uh, with me uh, for that journey, I've got Brandon Barrick. Jessica Clements and Tommy Bechtold. I'm Zach Hubblestein. We're thrilled to have you here today. Let's jump right into it. We've, oh, got, okay. we've got Mando in the thumbnail. Damn it, let's get some Mando in this <laughs> show. Whoa! And speaking of going commando, <laughs> I am feeling pretty free today. Whoa! <laughs> oh, okay. Let's just say these denim will be burned. Ah, in the new trailer for season three of The Mandalorian, we got a glimpse of the struggle between the Mandalorian people, the factions. They're all split out like shooting mm. stars. Shooting stars with flamethrowers and oh. little whistling birdies that fly out of their wrist. Because season three is going to delve deeper into the lore of the fall of Mandalore. Say that three times fast. Lore Mandalore. of the fall of Mandalore. <laughs> Jessica? You asked her to. You literally said it. Jessica? Great. Um, you didn't let me finish. Thank you. Okay. And Din Djarin's quest to rebuild the planet, <laughs> the planet for its people. We also know there will likely be some infighting between the groups of Mandalorians vying for power. Mm. And since the Mandalorian is not a slow burn, like uh, it's not a slow burn Star Wars show with political infighting like Andor or even like a Game of Thrones style show, mm. rather it's an action-packed eight episode per season action drama. You guys, get ready! I'm ready. Mm. We're going on. Uh, we're going on trips to the Outer Rim to pick up a converter for a vehicle <laughs> so that we can. Have Grogu eat a frog again. That's coming, guys. Oh, baby. There's high likelihood that these Mandalorians are going to get into a civil war. And I hope I don't have to intervene on that because Whoa. I can't stop two more nations from fighting. We oh, want to talk about the ramifications. I'm talking to you, Kim Jong. No. Cut it out. I ain't going over there again. I brought my improv troupe and you booed us. Oh. Now, we want to talk about the ramifications of all this fighting and everything that could play out. Okay, so here's some questions I got for you guys. Okay. We know that Bo-Katan wants to rule Mandalore. Mm. Boba Fett has also expressed his disinterest in returning to Mandalore, stating that the Empire reduced it to glass during the patch. Mm. Now, that wasn't a very good Boba Fett. That was, that was pretty good. Was bad. All right, we've also got Paz Vizsla and the Armorer with their group, which is called, John, what's it called again? The Tribe? The Tribe. The Tribe. The Tribe. All right. These so were, these were the people in the sewers that we met. Yes, yeah, so it's you know they're they're burning all the the best bars, Besbin steel, Beskar steel, Beskar yeah. steel. And as Besbin. far as we know, they are the most uh, zealous. They are the most yeah. hardcore of the religious fanatics. Yeah, yeah, right? Like I said, yeah. they're the ones who shut the lights off and lock the door on Halloween. So <laughs> we have a strict by the book sect trying to grab power in Mandalore. Mm. We've got Bo Bo uh, Bo Katan, sorry, and then we've you know we've also got. Uh, all these other random tribes out there. Who do we think is going to like, you know, who's going to get the power? Who's going to end up on top at the end? And, and we've talked about like, uh, and Eric Voss did a breakdown of yeah. the trailer that's out on the channel now. He did a great job with that. Like there's some interesting things in that trailer. And one interesting thing I noticed that's not in the trailer. In the trailer, we never see any Mandalorian on Mandalorian violence. Right. Yeah. We're assuming it's going to happen. That's true. And we see like 
Mandalorians shooting stuff and grabbing stuff and doing whatever, but you can never see who they're doing it to in yeah. the frame, right? It's interesting, though, because we've been misdirected before, because Bo-Katan got a hold of the Darksaber before. She raised it up. All the Mandalorians, some with helmets on, some with helmets on, this is, are off the, in the animated series. They bowed. They went like this. And then, like, half of them were like, we don't respect her. She didn't win it in combat. Yeah. So it's like... There are, I mean, like, it's, Brandon made a good example of, like, it's religions and, 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 you know, there's, it's, there can be one central religion in all of these offshoots, and they just constantly bicker with each other about which is the one true Mm -hmm. version of that religion, and it's like you can never get them to all agree on anything, so it's like, it seems like the Darksaber is the one thing that could get them all to unite, but it has to be one through combat, right? Like, you have to basically kill the previous owner, do you have to kill them? Is it like... I, I, I don't know the rules. Like, well, can you disarm them? Not because we, Moff Gideon, Gideon did not die. Dead, right? No. Yeah. And also, I, I want to point out another thing we don't see in the trailer yeah. is Moff Gideon. Right. Even though um, he, Giancarlo Esposito is listed yeah. as being in this season. Well, he's we done see, all the press. He's been in every yeah. convention for we it. We see the doctor uh, yes. guy. Dr. Pershing. Dr. Yeah. Pershing. It looks like he's on Corsican or right. another... Or, or the planet that the, there's the the capital planet that Kenobi was right. on. Yeah. It could be that. Looks like, like Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my thing is, why the Mandalorian Din Djarin, Yeah, doesn't seem like he wants to be a Mandalorian. Oh, I don't think so either. <laughs> He's kind of like Boba Fett, where Boba Fett's like, yeah, I guess. I have this armor. My dad gave it to me, and it means a lot to me. But like, I don't care about like. They're the not. Rules. They're not really a part of the culture. No, no. They're more like, I, yeah, I dig the style. I, I want to be a badass like Mandalorian. Yeah. I like I, the armor. It's yeah. strong. But I, I also think like it's not necessarily that he doesn't want to live like a Mandalorian. It's that he doesn't want to live with other Mandalorians. Mm. <laughs> He's fine. He's That's a, a foundling, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got raised in this cult. He kind of it clearly seems like he's like, wow. Well, I I broke the rules of this cult. And other than them rejecting me, my life has been, you know, okay. I found this little foundling that I'm yeah. training. I have all these new friends who are, like, you know, helpful and come to rescue, actually care about saving my life. Whereas, you know, really only one time in the entire show have we seen the, uh, I can't, God, the tribe come to his rescue yeah, at right. the very end of season one. So it's kind of, I, to me, it's more like he wants to redeem himself. He wants to get right. He wants to get his ledger back in the black with the Mandalorians. And then just get out and start, you know, cruising around the outer rim, saving people, hopefully oh. getting Cobb Vanth out of his water respirator. And- <laughs> Interesting. I like that as an idea of like, because we do see it looks like he's kind of maybe a part of some peace talks or yeah. something, mm. right? Some kind of big get together mm. when, when he's hanging out with Grief Karga and, and there's battles going on. It looks yeah. like he's in the middle of this. It doesn't feel like that's where he wants to be. Maybe no. he's just like, I'm just going to be here till you guys work this out, and I want to hit the road and go be a bounty hunter again or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and right? it also, I mean, not to keep bouncing around, but before we go move on from this, I, let's all just put our bets on our horses. Who, okay. at the end of this show, at the end of season three, is going to be in charge, is going to be the leader of the Mandalorians? And I guess there's an option that no one will be. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it'll be Din Djarin. Right. I don't think it should be him. Okay, uh, it's a big pivot for the yeah, show. Yeah. If it's if it's now about leading a, a planet or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, which is yeah. what they did with Book of Boba Fett. Like, it's right. not about him being a bounty hunter. Yeah. It's about him yeah. running a planet right. now and a maybe a crime syndicate. I don't know. Uh, I, I would say Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah. Make her. That's a good she bet. really wants to be in charge of it. She got to show your face if, if you're gonna lead a people, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't need the the armorer being in charge. Mm. She's too fundamentalist for me. <laughs> uh. See, I disagree. I think my money is on the armorer at the end. Right. We know that there, there's a, I mean, I, and I say this more from a practical usage point. 
We know from some footage from Deed to, or from Celebration, the armorer is going to be seen fighting. The armor is going to be much more involved in this in this season. I have a feeling she could, maybe not necessarily as like a good outcome. Maybe it's not a, 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 a certainly a benevolent outcome. She could seize the, the Mandalorian throne and the dark saber, and 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 be the leader. Ooh, I like that because like we don't really have a big bad heading right. into this. Moff Gideon's kind of been neutered, yeah. Right, like we're in between evil empires at this point in yeah. Star Wars, right? right? So like, how great if the big bad, the the ultimate antagonist comes from within the Mandalorians, yeah. Yeah. right? And kind of like, since they're not necessarily fighting against an empire at this point, they're fighting against each other. That's kind of a Star Wars story we haven't mm. seen yeah. uh, in live action, yeah. at least. Right? Jessica, who do you think? I, I agree. I think Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan. Yeah. It's just because you're wearing a headband. <laughs> I, think, I think that the biggest big bad on this show are the creators of this show who constantly put Grogu in danger. Yes. Uh, and we're, we at home have to like be worried about him constantly being killed mm. or squished or yeah. stolen right. or something annoying like yeah. that. And it's like, well, I, and, and they force him to relive his trauma. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like, hi, Dan, just like stop setting him down places. <laughs> yeah. Be like, He's okay, fine. you sit right here. It looks like I gotta go fight it over looks here. like, and we might talk about this in a minute. We're gonna take a journey back to maybe his darkest hour, yeah. uh, whatever that origin it, story. It was. also does seem like he's getting uh, powered up. This like like yeah. Grogu is getting a power upgrade. He's also getting a bassinet upgrade. They went from <laughs> whatever the like you know uh, generic Amazon Prime <laughs> ordered. No offense if they're a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> they're not. You know the Amazon brand one that you can get like a phone charger that'll sure, die sure. in two days to like the. <laughs> what? Swiss or Norwegian German manufacturing baby bassinet that's like. We guarantee your baby yeah. will live to be 150 if you just keep them in this bassinet. Like the Volvo. Do you think Pelimoto hooked him up with that yeah. better bassinet? She loves probably. him. She's like, yeah. all of, she's like I, 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 all of the uh, children that I've had all over Tatooine with my various <laughs> daliances, I've put them in these same bassinets. But it's all you can see. It's more heavily armored. It comes with a little headlight in the front. Eric Voss pointed that out in his video. Cute little one headlight. It's good for caves. A, a so he's yeah. constantly knocking people in the arm for one headlight out. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think that Grogu, maybe we're going to get in this season, Grogu can take care of himself much more mm. to kind of assuage that because the show is called The Mandalorian. Yeah. And obviously they struck gold <laughs> with little baby Yoda and like that has become the central point of the show and it should. And three seasons of that is great. But I would love at the end of this show if it is more, we go back to Din Djarin and what is his whole purpose? Is it just getting Grogu to the point where he can fulfill his destiny is he meant to is grogu meant to lead the mandalorians as a Whoa. jedi force sensitive mandalorian hybrid when is he going to start getting a funny little voice like yoda <laughs> did they give him a tiny helmet i think yeah a helmet with ears i do like also you, you make a great point that the name of the show is the mandalorian yes, uh how did they not for season two or three uh, write that up on uh, a whiteboard and then write a money symbol after it. The and be Mandalorian. Like Mandalorians. Mandalorians. Yes. <laughs> All right. So just staying on Mandalorians for a little bit longer. Okay. We do get the wide shot of Mandalore. We see this the city, the capital city in ruins that was once under a dome. There it is. You uh, see it right there. There's a beautiful image of it. Thank you, John. Uh, uh, and that the armor describes the destruction of that. It's like TIE fighters. The Empire just came in and bombed the hell out of it. Sure. So... It's that seems to me like not a great place to live. Now I've lived in some pretty bad apartments, but I don't know that I would find real estate there. However, if you look, John, can you put that image back up again? I don't know if we go wide enough. Yeah, if you look just to the left of it, mm. it's green. 
Yeah. Things are living there, seemingly from the living waters underground that go around of Mandalore. So something, presumably, besides grass survived there, something or someone. Do you think that whoever's there could be Mandalorians that went underground into the caves and they might have mm. a little something to say about people coming back to try and oh, take their city? Like We have that Christopher Lloyd character. That we don't know who he's playing. Oh, okay. But they made a cast announcement and put it in variety and deadline. So that usually means that their role is significant, right? I know he could just he could be like Grief Karga's interior designer and be playing this <laughs> thing. Or they get a I mean, Christopher Lloyd is in his eighties now. They get a body double to put a Mandalorian yeah. helmet on and he voices or, the character. Or Nick Nolte season one, right? right? He got to be uh, a voice actor exactly. for that little character, exactly. right? Yeah. I have spoken. Uh, yes. So, I mean, do we think Christopher Lloyd could be hiding out in those little caves as like a man, as a leader mm. of the surviving Mandalorians? Is that, or or is there somewhere else that you could think from watching the first two seasons of the show, Christopher Lloyd fits better in? It would be interesting if Christopher Lloyd's on the like more villainous side. Yeah. They, if he's yeah. who Doctor Pershing's going to see or mm. whatever, like oh. he's somehow involved in the Empire. Kind of like in the Werner Herzog mold yeah, from yeah. season one. Well, sure. we saw in like Andor too, the man who's like running the ISB, like yeah. older figureheads in right. the Empire, and like maybe he's like a trusted confidant of the Emperor. He's like, I got, I'm working on this whole clone project. Yeah. Yes. Uh, something like that, because it would be a shame to have Christopher Lloyd as just a voice or like mm. under a helmet or something. Like that's no fun. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we have Pedro Pascal. I mean, <laughs> for the first season, it's just a voice, sure, and then in the second sure. season, they're like, we got to whip that helmet off. We got to take that. We got to go. The we got to pop that top off, sweetheart. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> the Marvel route of any time there's a break in the fight, let's take our helmets off real yes. fast and check well, in. Well, I, I will say one more thing with Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Star Wars has a history of using some celebrity voices for droids. Yeah. Little Taika Waititi, little Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, I'm R5 D4. I can't fly this thing. Oh, bloody! This ship's going too fast. When you're not, but she stays sucking. Oh, Marty. Okay. Is he a meme droid? Yes, he's, he's meme. He's meme. He's a he's an M three M three droid. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Jesus. All right, we kind of already covered this Bo-Katan uh, section, so yeah. let's just bring this on through. Oh, Xenix, thank you for your super chat. Hey guys, I feel like Disney needs to keep the Grogu toy sales up. So we can see a Grogu wearing a Mandalorian helmet at some point there in the season. Yeah. yeah, we talked we about that. It. Also, Xenix, uh, um, I see here, are you from uh, the UK? You're getting um, D23 yes. in England this year. Well, celebration. Uh, nice sorry, celebration. Star Wars celebration. Yeah, even more appropriate. For and will we have a presence there? And will the presence be my presence? <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Come on. Uh, Send me back to jolly old London. Last time I was there, the city went, no, thank you. <laughs> Spot uh, a tea and get the fuck uh, out of here. Uh, Lewis, <laughs> Lewis Berry in the chat saying, I think Giancarlo has a big role that they're hiding. Oh, yes. Like young Leia and Kenobi. Can't wait for Mando season three and hope to get Christopher Lloyd as oh. Hando. Hando. Uh, I think Mace is going to be the one that saved Grogu. Well, We're going to get a de-aged Samuel L. I was going to say, Lewis, uh, hold on to your hat. I don't want to ever tease mm, yeah, this. Yeah. But if you like that theory, or if that's something you feel, you may enjoy a little video I'm going to lay down on wax tonight. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that'll be on our channel by Friday, right? We're shooting Friday's for a Friday the plan release. For it, yeah. I'm going to talk all about who could be saving little Grogu from that temple. Ooh. Who is it? Well, 
I'm, you got to watch the video. To find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so Tommy may not I'll have finished. You, I'll the tell script you privately yet, but, off camera, but uh, I'm not telling these simps. <laughs> uh, we're gonna come back and uh, again. If you have any other. Um, Big thoughts on, oh, thank you, uh, Zach, strong name in the super oh, yeah. chat. Love y'all. You, uh, do we think we will see how Grogu escapes? Well, well once again, kind of what I want to strongly teasing. encourage Big you, Friday video. Just come check out the Big Friday video. You're going to love all the little theories that I have. <laughs> what I've done today has gone completely whack bonk. <laughs> whack so bonk? It's gonna be, uh, I know who saves Grogu. It's Jar Jar Binks. Oh, what would that sound like? He's like, Misa save Grogu. <laughs> there it and is. He, Shoots his tongue out, uh, but instead of hitting Grogu, it hits all the other Jedi mm. and kills all the other Jedi. Oh. And he's like, oh, Then no! his eyes glow red, and he yeah, goes, yeah. I have felt an empowering, <laughs> a stirring inside me. Evil Jar Jar. Uh, we're going to come back, and, and, and again, if you have more kind of thoughts, predictions, hot mm. takes on Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 3, put them in the chat. Yeah. We'll try to come back to this at the end of the show. But real quick, we want to um, shout out the folks helping us bring... Uh, the break room to you all week long. Our friends at NordVPN. Ooh. We're doing a special thing this week. Uh, we're doing a movie club yes. on Friday. Okay, where well, we're going to be talking about uh, the cinematic treasure, Knives Out. Mm. Uh, the first. So in that's the... a soft K. Yeah. I've been saying Knives Out. Like well, you could say it however you like, Tommy. Um, we're going to be talking about Knives Out. Uh, the first, uh, Benote. Uh, blank uh, <laughs> film, <laughs> pronouncing all uh, consonants. Um, but Knives Out not currently streaming for free anywhere mm. in the U.S. It is streaming on Japanese Netflix. So we're going to use NordVPN uh, to stream Japanese Nord uh, Netflix. Normally, um, you know, uh, streaming services like Netflix. They geo-restrict yeah. content. So they have a different library in the US, the UK, France, Japan, South Korea, wherever. But with NordVPN, you can hide where you're from and trick Netflix into thinking we currently live in Japan. So you can watch a totally different library of Netflix flicks. Can you watch it in English? Yes, great point. We were just talking about that yesterday. It doesn't mean you have to watch a movie in Japanese, but that would right. also be a very fun movie club if we were like, I loved Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. Had no idea what she was saying the entire time. Nope, you can watch in English no matter what country you log well, in at. You can watch it in Lost in Translation and then the whole movie will be in Japanese, even the Japanese parts, and it'll be fun. You, you can just watch it all as it was meant to be seen. <laughs> Can't confirm uh, whether Lost in Translation is available on Japanese Netflix, but we'll find out. Uh, again, that's one of the main benefits of NordVPN, the one we're excited about here this week. But of course, there's lots of other benefits. You get to hide uh, from your ISP, you know, what kind of websites you're going to. I will say people I know sometimes download content <laughs> illegally. Yes. Content they have not paid for. Name names. I will not. Uh, and a VPN can be helpful mm. for that. Interesting. Uh, I will just say, I've heard rumors about that. As a member of several unions. <laughs> You, you we would right, never though. endorse that. Yeah. Zach, there's the tons that NordVPN does. It's not just about like changing where, you, where you're geolocated. They also like block malware. They block yes. pop-ups. Yes. All sorts of great stuff like that. It makes surfing the web a little bit safer. And if, if you surf the like, way I do, down with the dirty sharks. Yeah. It ain't help. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hurt. And you can yeah. put it on like up to six devices. Yeah. I believe, too. So your you computer, your, your smart TV, yeah, your yeah. phone, Everything's whatever. connected. Yes. So... Join us. Watch Knives Out yourself so you can uh, join and be a part of the conversation on Friday. Uh, get in on the action. Get NordVPN. Uh, exclusive NordVPN at nordvpn.com slash breakroom. You get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus a bonus gift. Ooh. 
It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's N-O-R-D-B-P-N.com slash breakroom. We thank them uh, for sponsoring the show, yeah. and uh, we hope you'll check out their awesome service. Now, let's get to some headlines. Oh, yes. Headlines. Headlines. Yes. Uh, an image from the Disney Plus trailer for Mandalorian shows a Star Destroyer Whoa. on Coruscant. There it is. Uh, that image was not in the trailer posted to YouTube. Now, Tommy, as our resident Star Wars Star Wars historian, uh, expert, WikiLeaks co-host, why is this significant? Well, I'm wondering if these are Star Destroyers being rebuilt. Yeah, it looks mm. like they're being like retro. Or, or are they right? being decommissioned? Or are they being turned into luxury space casinos? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to kind of talk about my ass a little bit, trying to remember my history, but those Star Destroyers, the angle at the top, mm. is that the more modern, like, first ordery thing they started doing? Yeah, I mean, the that's weird the... little, like, angular stuff. I might be wrong well, about that. Well, no, it does. I mean, the first order had the weird, like, they also had, like, almost, like, emblems on the top of yeah. them that had, like, the kind of, like, I, I, I would I would take it like... to be that these are either being, yeah, decommissioned or, like, Upgraded for the first order. Because the timeline is Mandalorian is taking place while the first order is kind it's of rising. Growing. Yeah, it's growing. Closer, I, it's closer to Return of the Jedi. Yeah, than it's is what it is supposed to be Awakens. nine BBY. Yeah, so Return yeah. of the Jedi is kind of like the prime date, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so this is nine years after that. And then the first order is 21 years after that or something along those lines, I think. Because that, or no, maybe, I don't know, I get confused by this. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe it's BB, 21 BBY. Fact, call, call in if you know. <laughs> Point being, the First Order, presumably, the, yeah. presumably the, the, the seeds of the First Order are already sprouted at this point right, and just yeah. have not fully blossomed in anything. This could be, all of this could be a grand conspiracy to like kind of re-engage the First Order, which, I mean, I know, we all, we all uh, get uncomfortable talking about the sequels and, you know, whether or not those were ridiculous or we love them or somewhere in the middle, but like... Eventually, if these do tie into the movies and our and our canon, we've got to start seeing why the how the first order, how people had defeated the empire and all of that goodwill, how it so quickly dissipated, and people were ready to put, be put right back under the thumb and join up with the first order. Be like, because they, ha I mean, those those were not uh, poorly manned crafts. They need in, a lot in, of in people. The Force Awakens. I mean, we learn more by the rise of Skywalker, but by the time Force Awakens comes around. There's thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of people working for the First Order. So all these people that were like, we're free. This is over. We're like, no, actually, we're reporting right back to work. <laughs> Make the uniform even more no. Nazi-ish. They showed a, a few planets celebrating at the end of Return of the Jedi. Not all of them. There's a lot of planets out there. Most of the planets, the planets were there. like, no! A lot of those planets are like, I just want the trains to run on yeah. time. I don't care yeah. whose boot I'm under. Um, you no, know, I'm hearing that a lot of those celebrations were staged. <laughs> oh, no. In my opinion, it's the Jedi who are bad. Uh. That's true. Uh, you have always said that. Uh, some other uh, Mandalorian Season 3 news came out. Uh, we got the directors for Season 3 were announced. Uh, there's some in uh, returning directors, including uh, Rick Famayuma. Uh, and then Carl Weathers. Yes. Reef Carga, Apollo Creed himself, will be directing an episode. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back to direct uh, some. And then some newcomers, 
Uh, Lee Isaac Chung, nice. who directed a great movie last year, mm -hmm. 2021, yeah. uh, Minari, yes. uh, which is an interesting pivot. That was kind of like a, a, a nice family drama, and so mm -hmm. this will be fun to see him uh, in the Star Wars universe. Peter Ramsey is one of the filmmakers behind Into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. And then Rachel Morrison, who's the director of photography for Black Panther. Excellent. So it's a fun mix of uh, new folks that we want to see, yeah. you now, know, stretching. Carl Weathers also directed an episode last season, oh, uh, right. which was the, I believe, the crazy episode where they found all the clones all the cloned like um a snokes yeah all this kind like of kind of half oh, half yes. bred snokes <laughs> like half like formed snokes was it did they have a stew going in that episode a snoke stew <laughs> they were like mm, Boo. that snoke seems ready Boo. you don't like arrested Absolutely. development or no, you don't, no, like, no, that I don't like that joke okay yeah fair <laughs> that was not a great joke uh Deadline is reporting that Nikki M. James, who's in uh, Book of Mormon, uh, has joined the cast of Daredevil Born Again. Oh. This is interesting. This is some of the first casting beyond Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio that we've heard for the series, mm -hmm. right? Uh, details on her character are currently unknown. Um, some other casting that we know, Michael Gandolfini, James mm -hmm. Gandolfini's son, uh, Margarita Laviva and Sandrine Holt are also cast in it. It's kind of a, a new, it's a very New York -y yeah. kind of yeah. cast. I mean, my call is, I think they're going big and they're gonna make Nikki M. James Electra. Whoa. Whoa. I don't think they're gonna say it ahead of time. I don't, I'm, I'm not like familiar with- recast. Not familiar with that actress. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she I, was in Book of Mormon. She originated the role, uh, the main like female role. I forget her name um, in, in Book of Mormon. And they like she's directed or like is she the other one? Is she the girl that sings? I I just baptized her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we have an yeah. asset, John? Can we pull up what she looks like? Uh, but she was also she's like done I other work on Broadway. Her. She's done she's done like some TV shows, but like again, not known for being like a film or TV. Do, actor. Would you buy her as a Deadly Ninja? I'd buy her as a Deadly Ninja. Okay. I think anyone with like Broadway dance training could probably <laughs> yeah. be uh, Electra. Fair. Watch yeah. out! I'm coming for you. <laughs> Boat zap zap Boat zap. Zap, boom, zap. It's electric. Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, and and where they left Electra, I mean, Electra was dead in the Netflix series. Right. Left in some, some collapsed rubble, presumed mm -hmm. dead. Uh, but it would be interesting to like reintroduce this character Perhaps to someone else. Perhaps she was born again. Oh, nice work, Tommy. <laughs> um, speaking of actresses you totally buy as ass kickers. I almost said ass kissers, so it's very different. Mm. Uh, Katie O'Brien, who's the actress in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, mm. um, who's playing Jintora. Gen uh, oh, okay, Here, here's the previous, Nikki M. James. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, well, we don't, she's not like flexing or anything in that, so we don't know. We can assume that. She could be electric. Zach's like shore body. <laughs> yeah, I need to see. Is she ripped? Um, but okay, great. Nikki M. James. Um, well, again, we'll, hopefully we'll find out more as, as we get closer to the release of that series. But pivoting to Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, yeah, uh, Katie O'Brien will be playing Gentora, who leads a group of freedom fighters in the quantum realm. We got a new image of her. Ooh. Oh. Some. Um, uh, what was the sequel to Pitch Black with Vin Diesel? Oh, the Chronicles, the Chronicles of Riddick yeah. energy there. I don't know. Gentora, I adore you. Give me some more. Uh. <laughs> Looks like Apocalypto a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you think Gibson's got his hands on this one? Oh, boy. I hope <laughs> well, not. I hope he got his hands on an edit at least. No, good. Uh, uh, I cut that movie. <laughs> James Gunn teased the possibility of bringing some of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy into the DCU. Mm. In an interview with Empire, Gunn said, the cast are like my family. I also know I will work again with all those people 
individually, probably at my other job. Wow, does he work at a Sonic or something? <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure that he needs the DCU? <laughs> I've been doing shifts at Best Buy, and honestly, it's very freeing. I mean, this leads, we might need to talk about this in a whole other episode, like uh, fan casting yeah. the Guardians into DC roles. Yes. Any that come to mind immediately? Well, the easiest way would be to flip everybody, right? Mm. Anyone who was a digital or uh, prosthetically enhanced character, yes. make them a normal Oh, we got to see live action Bradley yeah, like Cooper. Chris yeah. Pratt, blue and weird looking, but like yeah. make Dave Bautista just like a normal, well, he doesn't look like a normal man. I mean, <laughs> a normal Dave Bautista. Yeah, there you go. Bradley Cooper probably is not interested in being Hal Jordan, but he could be a new... It seems like they, they want to do John Stewart Green Lantern, which I don't blame them. I think that's a better Green yeah. Lantern anyway, but I... Uh, if they wanted to do a Hal Jordan Green Lantern, Bradley Cooper's kind of got that. Uh, I want to see Chris Pratt as Zatanna. Oh! Gender swap. Yeah! Chris Pratt plays a female Zatanna. Yeah. Oh. I think he... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fishnet stockings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magic Long, jacket, no black hair. Does he transition yeah. just for the role? No, there's no, no okay. transition. Oh, okay, just Chris he tucks. Pratt is Zatanna. Chris Pratt tucks into the role of Zatanna. <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel as the Martian Manhunter. Oh, actually, he would be kind of good in that role. Uh, he's got the voice for it. A uh, couple of super chats we want to shout out. Here I am saying, do you think Din could meet Tar Vizsla's Force Ghost Ooh. at the Living Waters of Mandalore wow. to get his redemption and learn how to wield Wait, the Dark that Saber? that is a great theory because Tar Vizsla is the Jedi Mandalorian kind of hybrid that created the Dark Saber. Mm -hmm. and then was yeah, like a way back in the day, historic ago, yeah. figure for yeah. the, and kind of like the, the um, King Arthur of Mandalore, yes. right? Yeah, like, and Mandalorians operate quasi-similarly to Game of Thrones where there's like houses. House Vizsla, Pre-Vizsla, or Paz Vizsla, Pez Vizsla. He's obviously, he's a descendant of Tar Vizsla. Yeah. So. Would yep. Dane see Tar Vizsla and be like, I don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> well, he could identify himself. And then Bitch, I'm say, Tar Vizsla. And, and, and this is my ghost. Like, I don't know who the hell you are. Our planet was destroyed and uh, oh. most of the history is gone. Also, yeah, I'm seeing a ghost. What the hell? This yeah. isn't a thing, right? Yes, you hear all that may the force be with you bullshit? I don't. <laughs> hey, remember that guy that couldn't smile that rescued Grogu? <laughs> the man whose face from here up looked great, his body from here down looked great, but from right here to here just made you feel... A little uncomfortable. <laughs> uncanny, if a you little will. uncanny. Remember how he was knocking people around with his hands? I'm a ghost that does it. I hope. I hope that Mando's in Din's in the living water, the healing water is in there, and all yeah. of a sudden this apparition appears. Ooh. Uh, and, and a raspy voice is like, Din, Din, give me your eggs. Give din. me your eggs, Din. <laughs> it's Saw Gerrera. Oh, it. The poor gullet will save you, Din. Let the ball gullet suck your eggs out of you and you will be free. Eggs, very topical. Uh, <laughs> eggs are expensive. Hard to find. Put in the chat how many eggs you're going through in a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your if consumption has yeah. changed. Is your grocery store out of eggs? <laughs> this is the produce I want you to identify in the chat what you're going through. How many eggs? How many eggplants? How many bony horses? How many Christmas trees? How many beads? How many beads? How many peaches? How many peaches? That's right. <laughs> uh, Jamie Riley saying, uh, Star Wars for life. You think we'll see Ursa Wren or Sabine's brother in Mando season three? 
Uh, that's a great question. I mean, as we expand out the, 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 the volume and types of Mandalorians we meet. It does appear as yeah, though. Quinn was asking about like the Night Sisters as well. Like, I would like to see some more evil, well, I dark, do believe characters. if we're going witches of da da Dathomir, Dathomir, Damathir, Dathomir. I got you, these consonants confuse me. I do think there is a chance that this season has an old friend that is associated with those witches returning. And once again, I could tell you, but I'm going to make you watch my video. Oh, okay. I love this I know. Okay. I know. Speaking I'm of making Friday. you do stuff, it's time for mandatory fun. Whoa! No! Out of nowhere! You never Whoa. know when mandatory fun will strike. Now, while well, talking with TV line, Catherine Hahn teased some musical elements for Agatha Coven of Chaos, saying, Who knows? There may be a little song here or there. But no one is saying anything about that. Certainly not me. Bullcorn, Kathy. <laughs> Jeez. I know there's going to be more songs on this because I hacked the cloud on Jack Schaefer's laptop. Whoa. Oh, that's right. I hacked the cloud. <laughs> you should have been using NordVPN. And I yeah. passed these songs. Yeah, if you had a NordVPN, Schaefer, you wouldn't have been exposed. But now... Everybody's got your songs. So we have, these are songs that are going to be appearing in Coven of Chaos. These are Coven of Chaos Kind of like, songs. of course, one of the big hit pop culture impacts of yeah. WandaVision yeah. was the Agatha All Along it was, song, and right? And, and, and Kathy Hahn, I call her Kath, <laughs> has said, oh, there might be a tune or two, I don't know, a doopsy doopsy doo. There's going to be songs, guys. We got our mitts on them. Who's going to sing this song first? Let's bring over the mic. <laughs> well, uh, Jessica, I believe, got her hands on two different songs. Uh, so maybe she should, <laughs> she she should lead wow, with Jessica one, maybe. Or, uh, Sing them both, uh, Jessica. And again, these are, so these are songs that are going to be in Co Covenant of Chaos that maybe are related to or revealing a character, right? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. In the same way that Agatha all along. I started with mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I could, no, 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 no. Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know who the song is for. Oh, okay. okay. But I'll try and sing. I don't even know who they're singing it to, but right. there's a name in it. Okay. Um, how's the song? <laughs> Give me a second. I got it. I could make you cookies, John. Cookies, John. I could iron suits and socks and thongs. And thongs. But even if it took that long, you never guess I'm a witch. Never guess I'm a witch. <laughs> guess I don't know my name. Soon as the cameras fade, call up the Scarlet Witch and tell her she's the one to blame. Ooh, tell me which a witch or which the bitch. Bitch. Whoa. <laughs> Damn, that's all I have. Oh, nice. Damage to the tech. <laughs> Full Jesse Clemens experience. That was great. A beautiful song. A little bit of destruction. Who wants to go next? Do you want me to do mine? Sure. Yes. Okay. Well, we have some Broadway actors on this yeah, show. Yeah, Patty yes. Lapone. Pat Patricia Lapone. Uh, Patricia. I don't know if Aubrey Plaza's ever been on Is Broadway. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know what I hear about Broadway? Well, you hear. Those neon lights are bright. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, wrong. Thought, I thought that was going to go a different direction. Uh, so they're going to do a little, they're going to go full Broadway yeah. uh, on uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos and maybe do a cover of a popular Broadway oh, song. Okay. Maybe you know it. Sing along, sing along at home if you do. <clears throat> do you hear the witches sing? They're performing spells again. This is the magic of some women who will not be burned again when the flicking of your hands matches the runes placed on the walls. Tonight is the night that you will burn Mephisto's balls. Yes, will you join in our coven who will be dark and stand with me? 
Somewhere beyond the dark, old dark hold, is there a spell you wish to see? Then answer the call that will give you the gall to burn balls. Yes, sing it. Do you hear the witches sing? They are killing all the men. This is the magic of some women who will not be burnt again. Yes. When the magic from your hands creates a fire in front of us all, tonight is the night that you will burn Mephisto's butt. Wonderful. Well, you you were on Broadway. I went just up the street. Oh, okay. Sesame Street, that is. Oh, same state. I actually heard that there's a little song about all the people of Westview. Oh, okay. Uh, And it goes a little something like this. It goes a little something like this. You trapped all these people in your neighborhood. Oh. In your neighborhood. Oh. In your neighborhood. Say you trapped all these people in your neighborhood. Yeah. The people you kidnapped one day. Hey, Dottie, the neighborhood busybody. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you do each day? Dottie was a nosy Nancy. She wore dresses that were fancy. Then one day she sliced her hand, and the feeling was not grand, but she still was under Wanda's spell. Oh, oh yes, you trapped these people <laughs> in your neighborhood. Where? They got to leave for good oh. from this neighborhood. Now there's chaos brewing in that neighborhood. Oh. Agatha's up to no good. She's a witch who likes to sing, mm. has a really nice ring, so we'll stay into her neighborhood today. <laughs> wow, that was great. Again, these are all songs that will be featured in Covenant <laughs> yes. Um Guaranteed. Now, again, I unlike uh, my other esteemed panelists, I neither have a knowledge Whoa. of Broadway, oh. uh, musical singing ability, or knowledge of any song that's been released since 2004. Oh, okay. So uh, with those caveats... Uh, this is going to be a big character reveal song. Wow. Um, we know we've got some big casting. Oh, stunning. Uh, and this this is going to be that we'll get three or four episodes deep into Coven of Chaos when this number kicks in that finally reveals who this this person has been cast wow. as. Okay? <clears throat> this is... Uh, Little indie rock ditty from the early 90s. <laughs> set, to, set to the tune of Beck's Loser. Okay. <laughs> yes. While you visited the zoo, I was a monkey. When you were at the rock show, I was a punky at the bookstore. I sold you a journal. You got some popcorn. I ate all your kernels. Oh. It's insane to complain about the faces I've been. I was the ice cream man served cold as sin. I cut you off in traffic and zoomed down the street. You ordered a couch and I delivered a love seat. Whoa. Oh. Don't believe everything that you see. I was a parking attendant blowing boogies on my sleeve <laughs> rewind the tape and look for the watermark i was there all along lifeguard at the water park oh. yo oh. cut it sasha <laughs> baron cohen is mephisto baby the crown prince of dark oh. sasha baron cohen it's Mephisto, baby. <laughs> the crown prince, prince of, of darkness. darkness. I can't follow that. That was yeah. like a, a true sequel to Gary Oldman. <laughs> that was. I, but, I, I mean, all your this, hooks and the actor's be, name. I mean, that's a dorky song, but it would be great if, like, Sasha Baron Cohen had been like hiding in the background mm, of the first yeah. four episodes or something like that. Maybe shape mm. shape shifting into different characters yeah. or something like that. Basically, see the beekeeper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I love it. All right, Jessica, take us home. The mailman. 
This is a great song. It also said Deborah Jo Rupp above it, so I think this is the song that she's gonna sing. Oh, okay. She's the one that says, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Red! Red! <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Lucky, lucky witch. You. Oh, wait. Before oh, I start, yeah. when I point at you, I need you to go ding. Ding? This is a, this okay. Is a duet. Okay, I'm ready. Lucky, lucky witch. You caused a scene and then you dipped out like a bitch. Mm -mm. You kicked us mm -mm. out when the feds mm -mm. come through. Mm -mm. About all the mm -mm. ding, the chaos mm -mm. magic that you do. Mm -mm. Dirty, mm -mm. dirty tricks. Mm -hmm. You know everyone mm -hmm. is cursing on the scene. Mm -hmm. I hear them whispering mm -hmm. about the visions that you've seen mm -hmm. and how you don't know how to mm -hmm. please your damn machine. Scarlet don't know daddy's getting it, getting torn apart. This is something unholy. I'm sat back while you're laughing at. She be crying at. We're putting down Sparky. Oh, we yo, we yo. Her kids are left in another zone. We yo, we yo. So she can suck it. Scarlet don't know daddy's getting it. Ooh. Getting torn apart. This is something unholy. Oh, wow. wow. Well, needless to say, this show's probably going to be canceled because we stole all their music. Girl. Yeah. Ooh, made you look. Now, let's talk some super chats before we get out of here, you super rats. Yeah, uh, Sir Damn. Zach the Dudson. Whoa. Is that a play on my name? Is that super it's not always about you, Zach. I'm self-centered, well, I apologize. Saying, y'all are amazing. Is that uh, film keep juice? The up. I know, it's film juice uh, subterfuge, uh, changing his name like that. Oh, our good friend's Frey Girl hey, hopping Frey in Girl. there. Uh, what we call Din Mando Daddy. Oh, can you read that, Brandon? I can't see it around the camera. Mando Daddy Mandalore by the end of the season. Oh. Oh. We have it called Din Mando Daddy Mandalore. Oh. Din Mando Daddy Mandalore. That's a cute name. I can see it. Oh, yeah. Din. Oh, he is kind of. He's the see, surrogate uh, father. Pedro Pascal on the red carpet that was like, yeah, I'm your slutty daddy. <laughs> Ooh, Pedro. He didn't say it. Is that unprovoked? Pedro's the last of us for goose on okay. those uh, carpets. He says, well, yeah. He's like a dog that's been sick for days. Anything can come out of him on a carpet. <laughs> now, Noob Master also says, is there a quantum realm in every universe? Also, can Kang direct time alterations like Strange did with the Time Stone? I think we've discussed that maybe the quantum realm exists below every universe. It kind of is like a little cherry pit. Yeah, I, 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 I like to imagine there's only one quantum realm. But yes. you can get into it through all the other. Yeah, you can. So like, you can come eight three eight. You can yeah. come six one six. I mean, I guess you could you could theorize that because if if every universe has multiple timelines and that's how they were doing the time heist was zipping through the quantum realm. Maybe all the timelines in one universe connect at a quantum realm, Ooh. and every universe has multiple timelines yeah. and multiple quantum and their own quantum yeah. realm. I don't know. Okay. But I, I like to think there's just one. Yeah, it's just one. Maybe, maybe maybe they'll answer that just in Quantum Mania. Um, also, oh sorry, Zach, go ahead. No, I was just really quickly going to shout out. Brandon happens to be wearing two pieces of New Rockstars yes. merch right now. Yeah, looking good. Uh, he's got the New Rockstars hoodie on uh, and the Trusted Bro Moving Company yeah. tee. And Zach, you're teasing and then, a little. Come this, on, bro. So this shirt not currently available to oh. the public, but will be soon. This is our Circles and Arrows. Button up. The pattern is taken from our thumbnails of our YouTube videos. Hey. And we like point to little missable details in the frame. Uh, this shirt is going to be available, New Rockstars merch, sometime soon. Mm. You know, we, we've been talking about like the value of having kind of nerdy clothing items that are kind of business casual. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can wear them to meet some in laws or uh, to a little business meeting and not feel. Uh, Different about it. You can wear a graphic tee to those things too. But I'm gonna you know. wear them to meet my sin laws. 
Whoa. <laughs> Those are my dominatrix's parents. <laughs> All right, now, uh, Xenix also yeah. sent a chat that said, I'm in Northern Ireland, but I'll travel anywhere to see Sir Thomas Bechtold's presence. Oh. So, yes, definitely take a trip to the UK for future cons. Oh, Xenix. Did he say like that? that? That's a pretty strong Banshees of Inch in uh, kind of accent there. Uh, Northern Ireland's a lovely place. Brandon's been there. I've been um, there. I've only been to the Republic of Ireland, but I want to get to Northern Ireland sometime soon, Xenix. I hope to be seeing you there soon. Right. Perhaps we'll do a 23 and me and spit into each other's mouths and see if we're family. <laughs> I went to a no Northern Ireland. I ate at a Nando's. I, know the I love Nando's. <laughs> Shout out Nando Velasquez. Hey, Nando's. friend of the show. Come on the show. Come uh, on the show, Nando, you coward. <laughs> he's going to text me. We've never asked him. He's going to be like, wait, why did you attack me? Uh, okay, I think, you know what? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for watching the show today. Um, check out on the channel, we've got... Breakdowns of the first episode of The Last of Us, mm -hmm. breakdowns of the Mandalorian mm -hmm. trailer. Um, Tommy's got a fun Mandalorian video coming out on, on the Friday. channel. Yeah. Later this week, we've got some other fun Marvel content coming out. Uh, lots of good stuff. Be sure, come back Monday morning. Sunday uh, night. Sunday night, thank you. Uh, our Monday break room shows uh, for the next eight weeks are gonna be shifting to Sunday night, The Last of Us After Shows. You can see Brandon, Jessica, and Anna Vanston will be on there reacting to episode two of The Last of Us. As soon as that episode's over, yeah. you can turn on New Rock Stars and hear your buddies on The Break Room talk about the you show. You know, and let it, put it on autoplay. Let it run all night while you sleep. Yes. You know what I mean? Really get those views No ad blocker. Yeah, 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 really yeah. crank it. Just uh, let it run slow speed. <laughs> Uh, like, nice like Jessica and no, if you get slow speed, it'll lull them to sleep. Oh, oh. I really like Joel. Uh, tomorrow's episode, we're gonna fill time, so we're gonna be doing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We should do a, we should do an episode at, at 0.5 speed, and then people play it back at faster oh. speed. Oh, see how and it, it sounds. sounds like we're praising Satan. <laughs> yeah. Our, well, we're always praising Satan. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Our Quaaludes episode. Uh, hail Mephisto. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Wait, for... that was only supposed to be one episode. <laughs> I've been doing a Quaaludes episode for a month. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Uh, thank you to our mods and uh, thank you to our moms out there and our moms. Oh, Everybody, have a have a great uh, rest of your day. Keep Ladies, a good to everybody. Bye.